Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. Hallelujah. Listen, I'll try not to keep you too long. We have already been to church. Man, I, I was in my study just getting some last minute notes and it was very, very hard to contain myself when I heard the praise break going on. You know what I mean? I was in the corner just... Because there ain't nothing like a good old B3 organ. I believe that it's going to be right at the edge of the pearly gates. And when we enter in, I'm going to dance like nobody's business. I will actually have rhythm in my feet when I get over there. And so I'm very, very excited about that. I'm excited that Mr. Virgil's in the house. I love you, sir. So great when you're in the house. Something happens when Virgil's in the house. Why? Because he's a willing vessel. And you can sense that he, uh, he is open and obedient to where the Holy Spirit is leading. And so I'm very, very thankful for you, Virgil, for being here with us today. Acts chapter number 1, verse 8 is very fitting into what we were just declaring musically. And I want to read this scripture. It says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power when. Somebody shout when. The Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me. What's that mean? You shall be witnesses of me. That when, when you go to Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth, that when the Holy Ghost is upon you, it will be evident of who you represent. And so he is saying that, that he's, he calls out these locations to reach the world. What are we to do, ladies and gentlemen? We are to reach the world with the message of Jesus Christ. And the only way that we can effectively do so is that we are empowered with the power that is greater than anything we can accomplish in ourselves. The book says that they huddled in the house. Hallelujah. How many know something happens when you huddle in a house? Something happens when you come together with one thought process, with, with one mindset, with one purpose, and that is that somebody would know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And they huddled in this house because they knew who Jesus was. They knew that he had went to a place and he told them, he said, I'm going to send you a, a, an authority. I'm going to send you a power. He's saying, I'm leaving you, but I'm not leaving you. And he says that, that there was a release that created a ripple effect. Acts 2 created a ripple effect uh, of this great empowering encounter. And I've learned in my time of living, and I've learned in my just 40 years that I've been on planet earth, that, that without experience, there, there, is, there is no potential. That there must be experience. We can, we can never be effective without experience. We can never be effective without the encounter. 
It takes the encounter that creates the longing for more. How many knows that that encounter with Jesus, that when you gave your heart to Jesus as your loving Lord and Savior, that there was such a hunger for more? Do you remember that? That when you, That's why he tells you you need to go back to that first place where you hungered, where you longed for me. And so it's this experience that brought a hunger that I'm not satisfied with where I'm at. But Lord, I know that there's more of you that I need to tap into. I know that in you, Lord, that there's potential and there's more and, and that I have not yet apprehended uh, that which has apprehended me he is so vast in his ways he's so uh, vast with all the, and, and he says I want to send you uh, a greater potential through uh, a, a personality of the Holy Spirit I want to send you a power uh, that comes from the experience of the indwelling presence I want to give you uh, a little extra infilling power uh, with that indwelling presence and in the last couple of weeks we've been talking talking about the empowerment of God. We've been talking about the spirit-led life. And if you've neglected the spirit-led life because there's so many uh, distractions in our day that would, uh, that would uh, take us away from what we were created to do. And, and in the last couple of weeks, we've talked about even in the Old Testament that there were those that God called and He placed a calling and a hand upon them to do uh, mighty, mighty things. Men like Gideon, men like Samson, men like David. And Gideon took out an army with just a remnant of people and and we see that David took out a giant and he took out many armies and we see that Samson picked up the jawbone of a donkey and he began to take up thousands uh, uh, take out thousands of Philistines and, and, and he only did this because there was a hand of grace upon him there was a, a wind that came upon him just as we said that the spirit has come upon you it was the same power it was the same potential that came in the day of Acts when the Pentecostal moment took place it's the same power that he called these mighty men of valor to be used by him but I want you to understand it was um, it was a release that gave them a, an ability beyond themselves come on somebody there's nothing that we can do in our own strength but with this potential by the way of the spirit man the Bible says that that he's created us to be in uh, perpetual communication with heavens, uh, uh, with with heaven, and and we have to hear from heaven, and we have to understand that as we're hearing from heaven, heaven releases a potential and a power from heaven, and your spirit, uh, that the spirit man that dwells on the inside of you, is looking for the realm of heaven at all times. You are pressing into heaven. You are you're not satisfied with just what you've obtained, but there's more uh, to this kingdom work that God has for you and I to do, and you were called for more than this. You were called to subdue. You were called to conquer this natural realm. Come on, somebody. The church needs to rise up to its greatest potential. You were not called to look at sickness and lay there, but you were called to command that sickness to come out of physical bodies. And so we have to understand that there is a power of the kingdom that's being released. And the, thy kingdom come, Lord, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I believe that in this hour... 
of the power of the power of God that there is uh, people gathering together there's pockets of power that now are joining together and God is yoking a greater potential for us to experience overflow for us to experience the power of God and encounter things that we've never encountered before those who have had an experience who live from a place of an encounter where everything flows from the spirit drawing them closer to Jesus to impart the heart of God into this earth, into this land, and those who know that without him, I am nothing, I can do nothing. But the Bible says in Philippians 4, 13, come on and help me somebody, that with Jesus, hallelujah, I can do all things for he gives me the strength to do so. He will not leave me nor forsake me, but he's with me always. And he's with you right now. Some of you feel lonely. Some of you feel like you've been isolated. Some of you feel like you're in a dark place. But I want to tell you that it may uh, you may not see the light, but the light is with you. He's never left you. He will never forsake you. Even when you make your bed in hell, he says, I'm with you always, even until the end of time. And we see that this spirit of one and eight comes in Acts 2, that Pentecost was so powerful it was an experience to those who were in one mindset in one place in one accord and there was a sudden sound from heaven and it was as of a rushing mighty wind that filled the house where they were sitting and the Bible said that divided tongues of fire were released unto them on top of them and that they had the ability to do things that they didn't have the ability to do before they began to speak uh, with a language that they never spoke before and the spirit gave them the understanding and the spirit gave them the utterance hallelujah there was a divine explosion that took place through union I want you to understand that for us to experience the fullness of what God wants to do there must be union there must be unity in the house of God there must be unity in the church house and I hear God saying that I'm pulling pockets of power together because one can chase a thousand to flight he said but if I can get you all together hallelujah the kingdom of heaven may have suffered violence but if I can get you working together we're going to take everything back by force Peter stepped forward with clarity after this power came upon him he stepped out with fearlessness he stepped out unafraid he stepped out not ashamed to be the leader of this peculiar disturbance as he began to shout these men are not drunk like it looks like they're not drunk on Miller light come on somebody they're not drunk on whiskey or wine but there's a new flow that's coming from the heavenlies and the bible said that he said this is what Joel talked about he said that, that your men shall see visions and young and old men will shall dream dreams and even servants and men and women in this day listen I'm here to tell you that God wants to release an encounter that will produce a prophecy on the inside of you listen you you I'm talking to you that thought you were counted out that thought you were no good that thought you were trash I'm here to tell you you're a treasure in the eyes of God and he wants to get to you and he wants you to experience him and he wants to explode on the inside of you 
dreams and dreams and prophecy and dreams. This is why we see the supernatural. There is a season that has has intensified in the supernatural. Listen, I'm telling you, in this season right now, the supernatural has intensified. There's there's a few reasons for that. Always when this uh, year, when this time of year rolls around, we understand that we see that the enemy tries to uh, come in and tries to devour God's deliverance and he tries to get in and he tries to uh, uh, make try to make you think that he has an ability greater than the power of heaven but I come to tell you his best cannot compare to what God is doing in this hour I'm here to tell you that every hex and every witchcraft must bow to the name of Jesus I'm here to come against every curse over your family every hex every spirit of witchcraft trying to stir the pot I'm here to tell you right now I turn the pot over by the power of the Holy Ghost because there was something that happened on the day of Pentecost it wasn't just a huddle for nothing but it was a huddle that would bring hindrance to the kingdom of darkness and I'm here to speak to a devil right now that's come against the divine authority of God you better watch what you're doing because the Lord says in the book of the Bible that he said touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm I'm here to tell somebody that's been putting your mouth on a prophet that's been putting your mouth on sons and daughters of God you better watch out you may have thrown a weapon but your weapon will not work in this hour somebody shout Jesus because when Jesus steps into the scene every demon has to bow every sickness has to bow pain has to bow at the name of Jesus it was an explosion it was a supernatural ability and Peter began to feel the effects of what he was invaded with there was a potential that he did not have before as he began to shout these things out and there was a shift and a transformation it was a Pentecost anybody looking for a, 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 a fresh Pentecostal movement come on somebody it was a Pentecostal movement it was a launching out into deep realms it was a launching out into the mission and the plan and the purposes of God you want to talk about outpouring this outpouring began to draw individuals to us to a certain place because when the spirit of God enters the room it manifests the reality of Jesus and there was an empowering life change that happened in Peter and 3,000 souls were won into the kingdom of God experience equals evidence Peter, who denied Jesus, is now being led by him mightily as he lifted a man that was lame into healing. And then he enters into a prison with wisdom and understanding that he began to, that these uh, religious folk were trying to trip him up and mess him up. But there was wisdom that came from another dimension and there was understanding that came from another realm and it came flowing forth to blow the minds of religious leaders. And all of the sudden, there was an angel batch from heaven to release him from the prison that tried to keep him 
And we see that Peter now has stepped into another place. God, uh, through him, brought salvation uh, to the Gentiles. If you keep moving forward, the Gentiles begin to understand this ability. As he began to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. Praise God for that or none of us would be saved tonight. But he began to preach to the Gentiles. And all of a the sudden there was a power of God that began to fall on his preaching. But not only his preaching, it began to fall on the people who began to hear what he was preaching. How many would shout, it's a, an experience. Come on. If you remember what Jesus brought you from, you can say it was an experience. It was an, it was an encounter. It was a place of where I began to enter into a place of relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and God does not, he, listen, God doesn't need anything from me, but he desires me. I want you to think about that just for a few moments. God doesn't need anything that we have to offer him. He doesn't need my gifts. He doesn't need my talent. He doesn't need anything that I have, but he desires me. What does he desire? He desires relationship. He desires my connection. And he desires my response. Who, he, I'm talking about the one who has everything, the one who threw the stars in the velvet of the night, the one who created human form from the dust of the flesh. He desires me to know him. Hallelujah. And he desires to know me. And he plans for me to prosper and be in health. He has a plan to prosper me. He has a plan to keep me healthy through this encounter. And the only thing that's needed from me, listen, is my response. Woo, hallelujah. My response creates the relationship that releases the river. I'm going to say that again. My response creates the relationship that releases the power of God. It's not, the Bible says that he paid the ultimate price. That he paid, he went to Calvary, he paid the ultimate price. God so loved the world. Listen, he loves you, sir. He loves you, man. God so, God so loved the world that he gave everything for you because he wants to, he wants to purchase you. He bought the whole field just to get to you. That's how much he cares for you. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he wants to reach you tonight. He loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son, and his son was wounded for your transgressions and bruised for your iniquities and the chastisement of, of your peace was upon him and by his stripes I wish somebody just lift your hands as I'm declaring his word and be healed because he's already paid the price for your healing the only way to receive the healing is to respond to God and when you act on the God's word. That's why the acts of the prophets, that's why the acts of the apostles were so powerful because they begin to act on the declarations of God and God begin to declare. He begin to move. He begin to stir as they declared. God declared their potential. God declared their purpose. God directed their path. God led them in ways of righteousness for his name's sake. And I see here that God, the, the one who did everything, the one who did all of these mighty works through these apostles, he just wanted to be with them. He just wanted to know them. He just wanted relationship with them. And we see that it, this was 
even at the beginning of time that, that Adam, when he was with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day, the only thing he wanted to do is commune with them. He wanted to be with them. He wanted to walk with them just like he wanted to walk with the Israelites into their destiny and into their promised land. He wanted to walk with them, but the, the ones he wanted to walk with stopped believing in him. And all he desires is relationship. All he desires is intimacy. All he desires is from you to operate through your, from your encounter, from your experience. But here's what happens. We allow dust to get on our experience. We allow dust to settle on our encounter. And it begins to cover up our experience. It begins to cover up our encounter. But I see a hand coming out of a grave. I see God restoring what the enemy tried to take. I wish I had somebody to give God praise for a fresh wind. I wish I had somebody to give God praise for a fresh outpouring of his spirit. I'm looking for a body of Christ that will come together with a hallelujah. I'm looking for a response because somebody right here and right now even in this place I hear God saying if you respond I'll release. If you respond I'll release. If I wish I'm going to take 30 seconds and give you the opportunity to stand to your feet right now in your house, in this house and I want somebody to give God praise. I want you to respond to the word and the word is about to respond. Yeah. Somebody shout relationship. He wanted relationship to last. Not just a moment but he wanted the movement. He wanted the relationship to last so much that he left this place to prepare a place for eternity. And that perfect city that he's designed for you. Listen, he's designed rooms for you. He's designed uh, you, all of our ancestors, everybody behind us. There's a mansion with your name on it. It's in heavenly places. He went there because he longs for this relationship to last. He wants to be with you. He's preparing a place for his bride to come. And that perfect city design where hurtful things that have marred the beauty of his intentions will be gone. Hallelujah. And limits will be loosed and lifted forever. And God will be glorified for eternity as we worship him around the throne of grace. Come on somebody. No more crying over there. Hallelujah. No more pain. No more heartache. No more pandemic. Come on, no more sickness and disease. No more ridiculous re uh, debates or dilemmas. Come on, somebody. But everything is going to be perfect over there. I said everything's going to be perfect in that place. But I'm here to tell you he's working in this place. He's working through your circumstance. But you got to stay hooked up to the good stuff. You got to stay hooked up to God and God will stay hooked up to you. And if God be for me, who can be against me? He's already completed the heavy part. The heavy lifting, he's already done. The, uh, he's, he's, he's lifted the heavy stuff that, that, that to get you past the barrier of your sin. I'm talking to somebody tonight who's watching. He came, the, the ultimate sacrifice to remove the barrier of sin. 
to remove every barrier, every limit, to every, everything that would keep you separated. He wants you to know that he wants to know you and he wants you to know him. He wants to know your secrets. I heard a preacher say this. Uh, many people don't want you to know about them and their secrets and their hidden places. But isn't it interesting that God wants you to know his secret things. He wants, to know, uh, he wants you to know his mysteries. Uh, he wants you to know his purpose for your life. Uh, he wants you to know that in you, uh, in him you can live and in him you can move and in him you can have your being he wants you to be in a place of relationship where there releases the supernatural power the supernatural kingdom of God I'm talking about a relationship that releases this way of abundant living yes the enemy is fighting yes the enemy comes to kill steal and to destroy but you better not stop there ladies and gentlemen for Christ has come I'm waiting for some people in this house to give God praise for abundant living because God is only going to release with your response, Holy, Holy Ghost. Somebody in Restoring Hope Church in this house, I want you to respond. Maybe it's not for you, but somebody needs your response right now. Somebody needs a praise. Somebody needs you to praise for their breakthrough. Somebody needs you to praise for their miracle. Somebody needs you to exhort a hallelujah. Because it's going to be a, a river that, that is released into the earth when we begin to understand that there's a relationship that's releasing abundant life. Your relationship, every time you get up in the morning, it's releasing a, a river of God into the earth uh, to empower your life. Uh, listen, my life may look different. My empowered life may look different than your empowered life. Uh, each path is unique in its way. It's designed with your talents, with what God has delivered to you and with what God has made available to you. But I wish I had somebody to understand it all starts with John 14 and 6. Somebody shout one way. There's only one way to your miracle. There's only one way, and he's the door. He's the truth. He's the life, and he's the way. Somebody shout one way. It's the access to your healer. It's the access to your way maker. I feel the Holy Ghost. It's the access to the promise keeper. It's the access to everything that you've been looking for. There's one way that's releasing a river. There's one way that's releasing the kingdom of God. And and the scripture says that when the river was released on this earth, when it walked on this earth and it talked on this earth, that people from all shapes and sizes and stories wanted to be close to him so much that when he preached, they pressed in to hear what he would say. There's only one way and his name is Jesus. I said, devil, there's only one way and I'm not moving from his way. I may have weapons formed against me. I may feel pressure on every side but I'm stuck in one way I'm on the narrow path I'm walking through the tunnel I'm making my way to the abundant way of life I wish I had somebody right now to take just a few moments like they did and press in you may not feel like it you may feel weak from working but I wish I had somebody that maybe you're weak but he's about to strengthen you he's about to broaden your territory he's about to break every limit off 
of you. He's breaking your limit off your intellect. He's breaking the limits off of your job. He's breaking the limits off of your marriage. I feel this thing right now. And it's only coming from one way. And that is the experience of Jesus Christ. That is the encounter of the power of the Holy Ghost. Somebody put your hands together and give God, give Jesus, give the Holy Ghost the greatest praise that he's gotten all night. He's worthy. Woo. My God, it's Wednesday and it feels like Sunday. His extraordinary ideas was released when the people came. His extraordinary touch was upon them when the people came. They felt his compassion. They felt his passion. They, they, they witnessed his extraordinary ideas. They witnessed the power of his healing and his ability to remove irreversible diseases in Matthew 4, chapter number 24. And when Jesus came into town, here's what would happen. People started running to Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I'm looking for a people that when Jesus, you hear Jesus came into town, that you can't help yourself but run to the one that is higher than I. I wish I had somebody to understand that there's a powerful explosion about to happen, but it's only going to come to the runner. It's only going to come to those who are pressing in. It's only going to come to those who are hungry. It's only going to come to a thirsty people. It may be dry, but there's a rain that's falling. And it's falling on the one that's running. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Rain's coming on the runner. I feel that right now. Rain's coming on the one who understands that you're at the place of the eagle. Come on. That you'll run and not grow weary. That you'll walk and not faint. But I wish I had some restoring hope family right now because I feel like preaching to you. Don't you dare give up because the runner's about to receive the rain. The runner's about to receive abundance. I wish I had somebody believe in Jesus. I wish I had somebody understand that he's with you in the storm. He's with you in a dry place. He's with you in a low place. He's with you when you're lifted high. And he's with you when you're down low. And some of you are in low gear because God is about to take off. God's about to take off through you. You had to endure the pain because there's a potential that's coming out of this. Woo! Hallelujah! Glory, I got to calm down. Come on, just lift your hands right now. If you need God to move in a situation, ask Him for it right now. Ask Him for an experience. Come on, ask Him for an experience right now. If we ask, we shall receive. Ask Him for an encounter right now, wherever you are in your house. Say, God, I want to experience you. Not because the preacher is saying it, but God, I need you more than I need to do anything else. I need you. I want to encounter you. And I want to say this. I cannot deny that God fill every room that's watching right now. That when the power of the Holy Ghost stepped on the scenes, ordin uh, uh, extraordinary things begin to happen. And I'm asking the Holy Ghost, I've been praying this before I walked into this room. And I'm not scared to press into until I get to you. So right now I'm pressing in. I'm pressing in and peering in your room to tell you that God is no respecter of people. And the same God that operates in the gifts and the talents of this house and every person in this house and delivered every 
person in this house, I'm here to tell you that that's a testament that he wants to deliver you, that he wants to make a way for you, that he wants to bring you out of that bondage, that he wants to bring you out of that addiction, that he wants to bring you out of that struggle. Come on, somebody. There's an experience that's about to explode in your house, and I'm going to press until you get the experience. I'm going to press in until you get the experience and you reach for it and you long for it and you want for it. Somebody watching right now that you said, I've done my own thing long enough. I've missed life. I've missed destiny. And, and you feel the power of heaven right now. I want you to lift your hands and just begin to receive what you're feeling right now. Come on. Just re begin to feel. Re I'm releasing a fresh connection right now. Hallelujah. Some of you have walked away from God. And God says, just get a fresh connection. He said, just plug in and get a recharge right now. He's removing the barriers. I'm, I'm going to remove some barriers. Matter of fact, worship team, come on. Because I feel like prophesying right now. I feel like declaring something some stuff over your house I feel like right now that God is about to take place uh, and he's going to remove some barriers uh, that have been broken they're going to break tonight in the name of Jesus every barrier that's tried to separate you every barrier that's tried to intimidate you every barrier that's tried to get in the way of you and your destiny I hear the Lord saying I'm breaking the barrier hallelujah for somebody watching God is going to give you a clean slate that you walked away from God and he's going to give you the power to walk completely away from that addiction, completely away from that struggle. It's going to come by way of experience. Jesus coming into your room. Jesus consuming you in that space just like he did in Acts 2. I'm praying that it releases to you in the name of Jesus. He's going to set you free. And here's what I want to tell you. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. Come on, everybody else may try to keep you pound but I'm here to tell you if Jesus set you free you don't have to worry about what's going on around you because who the son sets free is free indeed he's freed the oppressed he's freed the depressed he's freed you from sickness and disease we hope you enjoyed this word if you would like to hear more messages like this one please take a second and click the subscribe button. And for more information on our ministry, please visit us at rhctn.com.